2: Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast presented by Yahoo. Uh, my name is Chris Kirkwood. I am your host, uh, screen name Kirk Dees, joined by my co-host, esports savant, million-dollar winner, the head honcho over at Occupy Fantasy, Brian Jester. Um, follow him at Brian BrianJesterFF on Twitter. But what's going on, Jester? How was, uh, how was your week, my man?
3: what's up man uh esports guru the the actual esports specialist i think would be furious to hear you uh call me that but uh no it was it was a pr- pretty decent week I, th- I felt like last week was pretty tilting just in general from a lot of perspectives um i was able to win a little bit of money on yahoo but the injuries in the dallas and, and giants game and then the way that cleveland game exploded ended up being a you know a pretty tilting week
2: oh yeah no 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 more of a tilting week for me i was sitting there with all the PMR with Daniel Jones and Saquon, as you know, and uh the say I mean, I was furious at the Saquon injury. Like when it immediately happened, I was just like, that's on Daniel Jones. You know, like it was just an awful pass, yep. but it was just so fluke that he stepped on the, you know, and I watched his ankle balloon up. I was so, I was so mad. And then Jones, that concussion. I mean, man, that was a brutal concussion. It looked like too, you know,
3: it goes from a rushing touchdown to out of the game, which was like just a miserable turnaround for you.
2: And you know, I don't understand why teams don't just do the Brady sneak. They were right down, like, like just you telling me Daniel Jones can't sneak that in, like straight up there in yeah, the man. middle. You wow. got to pull outside and, and smash your head head first into the defender. I mean, it was crazy. The Giants. I mean, I, it's my fault for playing putting two Giants in my lineup. I thought I was like, okay, I'm gonna that you know, I was like, I'm gonna get all the touchdowns. Got zero touchdowns. Yeah, I got none of the touchdowns. Um, Yeah, so it was tilting week for me. Obviously, I did not do very well. Um, I got smoked. Um, But we are back this week. Um, You know, we're gonna we're gonna make it back this week, both of us. Um, Big week's coming. I know it is. But uh, let me do a little housekeeping here first. Um, If you aren't playing on Yahoo, I mean, you already know this is a Yahoo show. But uh, this is the place to play this year. We've got the new single game slates, the Monday, Thursday, Sunday nights uh, games are on there and Monday night football as well for the single game. They're doing an NFL live final this year, um, but you got to You pretty much in order to get one, get in there. You got to take down first in one of those one of their big tournaments. Um, but they do have uh speaking of big tournaments their feature contest this year is the $1 million baller which has been going every week everybody seems to be coming over and playing it um, it's still overlaid overlays because yahoo is actually kicking in no matter what this week 150,000 of overlay so you're guaranteed 150k of overlay in there so if you aren't signed up signed up use code grinders25 for a free $25 bonus on your first deposit i've been playing there for years it's my main site um Jester's been doing a, a cool little bankroll challenge over there, um, you know, grinding out those Yahoo streets. So come on, play with us. Use code grinders25, and that's that. Um, all right, we've got 10 games, just a little nice to have a fewer games, um, at least at first thought. But um, I am finding uh, building a little bit of a struggle so far, at least at this point in the game on Friday. I mean, we're getting a bunch of injury news too. So Injuries are like the key thing here. I mean, every, you know, after last week now all these new injuries are coming in as well. So today the bomb dropped with uh, Nick Chubb is going to be out. So that's going to make uh, Kareem Hunt um, lock and load, easy play. Um, but, you know, he's going to, he's going to have massive ownership, massive. Um, but anyways, we've got 10 games we only have uh, three games with a north of 50-point total. Um, the lowest of those are Dallas Pats, which is kind of shocking to me because it's in New England um, with a 51-point total. Um, then we've got the the, the Chargers, who uh, crushed our hopes and dreams last week, or at least your hopes and dreams, Brian. Um you know with Mike Brown just going off but they're playing the Ravens and uh it's been Lamar's season he's just crushing uh 51 and a half point total and then the big game is everyone's talking about it, is KC Washington football team 54 and a half point total um these defenses have been atrocious so far offensives obviously the offense of the Chiefs was cons- consistently putting up points and Washington Heineke's been playing well they've got a bunch of weapons Although the thing that popped up on the injury report today with the hamstring is Terry McLaurin, um, we'll see if that's a big deal or not. You'll hopefully we'll get some more word on that by uh, on Saturday night by uh, Schefter. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to play, but man, hammy, hammy Anytime I hear hamstring, it always scares me. So,
3: especially um, especially on a Friday, right? We, we saw it, uh, last week with some some Friday injuries pop up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you, you never like to see that. They do sound a little optimistic, but uh, th- this week is interesting. With like you said, with ten games three pretty clear high total games. Uh, The one thing we can actually finally start to consider, I get this question like 7,000 times per season is, uh, do we fade a game because of the weather? And the only thing I'm ever concerned about is wind. And I don't think we'll have too big of an impact this week, except Arizona and Cleveland that we saw some games last year in Cleveland with really high winds and, uh, and uh, that totals dropped a bit. So just, just keep an eye out for that this weekend.
2: Yeah. The, the wind is, uh, is going to be howling there for sure um and you know baker doesn't seem healthy anyway with throwing so you know it is going to downgrade their offense overall without having chubb but uh hunt is you know a top top running back so that shouldn't be that big of a deal um also kyler's been his, having his shoulder injuries and he hasn't been running as much but the the main thing here is that the total opened at 54 for that game it's down to 49 and a half right now so um certainly uh vegas and a lot of the the sharp money is uh pushing that down for sure so that'll be interesting to see uh tune into kevin roth's uh report i'm sure he'll be doing one um you know on saturday night see how it looks for sunday um all right yeah so overall construction builds you know it's it's there's you know with the wide receiver you know at at running back it's it's kind of there's a ton of plays we were talking about that pre-show pre-show i mean we're going to probably sit here and list off a bunch of them, a bunch of them for the value plays. There's just a lot of ways you can go. We've got like the must play Kareem hunt. Um, but that does open up stuff for GPPs for sure uh, for the million dollar baller, but where I'm struggling to, to feel good about my overall, at least with my main lineup, cause I'm putting, putting some thought in today on that is that wide receiver. Um, there are value plays. There are, decent plays, but all of them scare me to some degree. You know, there's no perfect plays here. So we'll get into that, but yeah, I'm having a tough time building. How about you?
3: Yeah. I, I'm in the same spot receiver, especially. Uh, it, I, I was fine in the middle of the week. Right. We was like, Oh, we got one great running back play. That's, that's underpriced. And then the Damian Williams news, like, Oh, we got two great running back plays and now we have like 12 great running back plays. So it's, yeah. it's kind of tough to figure <laughs> out which ones we want to pare down and actually play. Uh, and, and normally, you know, we talk about it pretty much every week right? it's like, Oh, DJ Moore's, Mispriced or CD Lamb's mispriced or whoever it is. This week there's no like major glaring mispricing that receiver. So uh we actually have to do a little bit of work and actually try to, to come up with some values this week. So
2: yeah, now that DJ Moore has come back down to earth after right. you know a tough game. You know, I thought it was just an easy lock up 20 fantasy points every week with that guy, but um yeah that was a rough rough game he had last week yep exactly so it's tough so let's start off the qb position um and then we'll take it over to uh wide receiver running back and tight end we'll list our best yahoo values our main lineup preferred plays and give some stack ideas along the way um all right at the quarterback position you know so first look i mean if we if you're going to sort you know i did some work to my projections this this morning and uh, if i'm going to sort by value um, there are some value names and i don't feel very comfortable with with most of them but i'll list off a couple of those guys who who at least is popping um and, you know so it was uh at the quarterback position like guys like baker mayfield you know because he's 20 bucks right and we do have you know do have some sample with him of being a decent quarterback you know he can run a little bit but not a huge rusher. Um, but, you know, he has been struggling with his shoulder. Um, the As we mentioned, the wind in that game, um, you know, maybe they will be passing a little bit more now that Nick Chubb is out. Um, you know, maybe they'll be utilizing Kareem Hunt a little bit more in the passing game too, as well um, as he's going to be the main bell cow in this game. But so he's certainly someone that we should at least talk about a little bit. Um, Justin Fields is looking like a, a value, but like, how I, I don't you know like do you he's. Tru- do you trust?
3: Did you trust that has, coaching staff? I don't. He hasn't
2: hit nine fantasy points yet. Yeah, right. Um. And, you know. So uh that I mean, sure for GPP is that's a good good play, but um, I mean it's tough. They're just not using them. they're not throwing. Um. You know they they are without now their top two running backs. So maybe they'll be forced to throw it or forced to use Fields' legs a little bit more in this one. Green Bay has been a good match up for opposing rushing. Um, But anyways, the, and then there's like Carson Wentz at 25. Um, But the first play that I really like that I listed for my value is Taylor Heineke. Um, Obviously that's the highest total game of the week. Um, Casey is 31st in DVOA versus the pass, 31st in DVP versus the quarterback. So they're giving up the second most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Um, Casey is allowed 308, yards passing uh, per game um, average, and uh, the league high uh, 236 rushing yards to QBs so far this season, although they have faced Hurts, Josh Allen, and Lamar, so obviously those are the three. Only one they haven't really seen is Kyler, Um, and uh, so... There is, but there is the potential for some rushing upside there. Heineke will rush back-to-back rushing games of, of at least 40 yards. Um, did have a rushing TD in week three versus the bills. Um, it's just a, it's an easier way to play this game, right? You don't have to spend the high, high money on uh, Mahomes. Um, so I, that's, that's the first guy I got. The second guy I got, and I really like this one is Joe Burrow at 28. Um, up to 38 passing attempts last week so they're increasing it you know they were holding them back in the, a little bit so um they're in the dome um they uh um uh, he's it, it's his electric weapons that really stands out to me right like so he's he's got electric weapons to use we got jamar chase who's just coming into his own looks amazing higgins boyd uh Mixon should be a little bit healthier so those are my like two value plays i wrote down what are your thoughts on those guys and do you have any other ones
3: yeah, so the, the the initial values you listed were the guys I listed, like if you just go by straight projections, but I don't feel comfortable with them. Baker Mayfield, the wind, whatever, maybe the total dropping. Justin Fields literally hasn't put up more than 10 points in a game. Uh, Wentz uh, is, is, I guess is fine, is a 10-point favorite. I don't know if they'll need to throw that much, which is something I'm not really interested in playing in DFS. Uh, Heineke, I, I have listed as my top tournament quarterback, but I guess you can get there if you need the savings in in your main lineup. I understand it. I, I haven't really considered Joe Burrow, but I do like that play It's really interesting. $28 and pretty high team total. And uh, you know, like you said, the weapons against Detroit's defense, that makes a ton of sense to me. You know, if we could just afford the extra $5, and I think we can this week with the running back values, it's just play Lamar at $33, get the rushing yeah. passing upside. And that's the main, that's the main lineup play
2: we're just chewing up time here before, you know, (laughs) just just talking about everybody, but like Lamar is going to be massive chalk. And for good reason. Yeah. He's 33 bucks. Like you said, just find it. Um, It's a a key game that we want to have exposure to um, that, you know, there, there are some holes we can poke in it, but the good side, the chargers basically dare you to run and they limit long passes. And they've been doing that so far. Um, And, you know, the thing that's really opened up with Lamar has been his long passes, you know, and, Mark, you know, Hollywood Brown has been um, great. He uh, finally, Mark Andrews had a massive game, you know, got a ton of targets last last week. I think he had two touchdowns. So, um, you know, he's he's looking more comfortable Lamar in the passing aspect this season. But and he's also the best runner, probably would be the best running back on any team in the league. Um, and he's at quarterback so the chargers are to run they're 30 reverse dvoa versus a run the running backs they're they're having a problem with their you know since they since most of their main running backs went down i mean none of these guys have stepped up they all look old the the, the one that's actually looks the best they're not using a lot um, so anyway lamar should have a massive rushing floor um, in this game, LA uh, Chargers second most fantasy points allowed to the tight end. So that pairs well beautifully with Mark Andrews, especially after that massive game he had last week and um, sites haven't really priced them up yet, including Yahoo. Um, so uh, yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. Plus they're going to be uh, Bateman's return in this Rashad Bateman's coming first game supposed to be electric. I mean, what are you expecting from him at all in general?
3: So, I mean, I like him just as, as a general player. I'm curious to see how much he actually plays in this, this first game back. But he definitely adds a dimension to this offense that they haven't had before. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big tape guy, but the, the people I trust who watch the tape, you know, think he's a great player. So I'm excited to see what he adds to the offense. I did want to ask you because you mentioned Lamar is going to be, you know, amazing, you know super high, very popular um, in, in your main lineups when you're playing the, the high stakes stuff. Is quarterback a position you're willing because I know you say every week you try to get different and maybe, you know, one or two, three spots is quarterback that position where you're willing to do that or you're just going to play Lamar and you'll find somewhere else to get different.
2: Most of the time the plays are so good that I just like eat the chalk at the quarterback there are weeks where I do take like a, a stance when I have like a, a play that I think is just similarly as good like. It would be like if Josh Allen was on the slate. Sure. You know, um, typically like I my biggest stances like last season were like a games against Lamar. It was like when I would take Mahomes or uh and and I would be like the only one in at least those like 10 man, like which is where we're all there's so many like 10 man entries that you play on Yahoo. Um so you in it. Lamar is probably going to be a hundred percent owned. To be honest with you, so if like if I can if I if we could get me confident on another play, then yeah, I, I would definitely think about you know being different. But at this point, he's probably going to be my main guy. I mean, it's like because so much of that is in cash games as well. Right. Um, in tournaments, I'll try to potentially take a lower lower you know ownership approach with him, um, and maybe you know you know and I and I usually don't pair him that that heavily. Um, with uh with his receivers but you know maybe i'll do uh some doubles with him this week and hoping that people aren't doing it on yahoo but like every so the thing is it's weird because like i always preach like you like it i usually don't do like the double stacks on uh on yahoo but it's like everybody's coming over now and they're all pushed doing their dk fanduel double stacks triple stack and so i i think raising maybe, my, i'm raising my
3: i'm raising my hand because i'm doing that as well so
2: <laughs> i know i mean I, I mean and that's the way you play and that's the right way to play but on yahoo it's like a little it's just a little bit different and there's just so many like decent plays like so if you look at the main lineup that won last week i think i had it pulled up here let me pull it up it was a Herbert to mike uh to mike williams which williams was only 4.6 percent owned um they that stack just came out of nowhere herbert was 2.7 percent rostered right like people didn't expect that in, that with that Cleveland game and that game just went ballistic but like every other piece besides this he did a, um the bring back with Hooper so it was a it was a a single stack with a bring back which is normal it was the Herbert to Mike Williams with Austin Hooper who did nothing and it didn't matter. Yeah, he, didn't matter he got two points but uh that's your 100 grand winner it had all chalk from there it had Najee Harrison Alexander Madison the two chalkiest uh running back plays it had uh Devontae Adams owned in there. Jamar Chase, who was relatively popular at 13%, Antonio Brown, which was your call, big call that was. I was immediately congratulated you because he looked amazing in that in that game. But uh, uh, he was at six or seven percent basically, and then the Vikings D, which correlated with Alexander Madison. So it was a chalky lineup, at least with all like good plays and just that one little. Loaned uh single stack and bring back and that's typically how i i play too um on yahoo and i'll probably continue but i was thinking i might have to get a little bit different with with lamar but maybe not maybe everyone's going to be um you know maybe like naked lamar in tournaments is like the being <laughs> is like being different
3: right I, I think like most people don't stack lamar right usually but this week his two main receivers are actually underpriced on yahoo in, in Marquise and in Andrew, so I think we actually might see more than we would normally see on a typical slate where people play Lamar. So that's, I think that's another interesting dynamic that adds to the adds to the um, the intrigue.
2: For sure. So let's talk a little bit about Mahomes. So that's where I would get different, right? Like, if, like playing Mahomes just makes you feel nice inside. Like he, like <laughs> it, at least with me, you don't get that massive rushing upside that you get with a guy like Lamar. But you're gonna get you're gonna get passing TDs. Either game script, like this is a passing offense. Clyde is now down, like he's he's out of the out of the way. He's on the IR right now. Um, Williams will, you know, is more of a passing down back anyway. So I'm not sure that they're gonna, you know, this is a team that passed. This is a pass, pass first offense. The only thing is is uh Tyreek Hills on the injury report. I don't know how serious do you have a take at all on how uh
3: yeah, so Tyreek, uh, he came back to practice today and, and beat reporters said that he looked like his normal self. I, I guess it was just a, a thigh contusion, which is something I guess we're not really worried about. So I, I think Tyreek's fine and we can play him as we, as we
2: normally do. And I forgot to mention with uh, um, Baltimore, Sammy Watkins is, has been uh, ruled out yep. right now. So that just opens the door for uh, Bateman. or But, you know, makes his uh, primary two targets a little bit yep. even easier plays this week. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, Mahomes, he's number one in passing touchdowns. Um, It's a great matchup. You know, everyone's talking about how both of these these defenses are terrible. Everyone's saying the Chiefs, you know, they've been decimated with injuries, but they have been just atrocious so far. Um, And uh, Washington football team is 29th in DVOA versus the pass, 32nd DVP versus the QBs. So they're allowing the most points to opposing QBs um 32nd dvp to wide receiver so the most points to to wide receivers um and mahomes is number one quarterback fantasy points overall right like this is this is a guy that's like we in and they're not they haven't been playing well and that they need wins so he they're gonna have to keep cranking up this offense so if i was to try to go different from lamar like mahomes will be the guy i'm doing because it's like everyone's going to be playing uh travis kelsey anyway um so maybe it might as well just load up Mahomes with him but it is a it is an interesting dynamic between him and him and Lamar for sure yeah
3: I mean it's funny because that game is just like it's the battle between two fan bases who can't get over how many defensive mishaps happen every single week like Washington just countless missed assignments and blown coverages Kansas City blown coverages every single week and now they're playing against each other and it should be a shootout and I think the total reflects that so uh, I think Mahomes. If, if you don't play Lamar, I think Mahomes is probably the next best option, and probably the top tournament option overall, just given his his upside. And if he's going to be less popular than Lamar,
2: yeah. Let me let me sort by ownership projection to see who else is any any like decent. I mean, Dak is going to get overlooked, but it's going to be tough to play Dak, especially against New England. New England's defense still pretty good. They you know have taken away like the number one best weapons of teams. That's still a thing that Belichick does. Um, the, the running game is just so good, uh, with, uh, Pollard and Zeke that, you know, it's, it's tough to t- want to, you know, play much deck. It hurts his um, volume. It's that's, a, yeah. that's the
3: killer thing. It's like, we see the high totals when we want to stack that game. And it's, it's kind of the reason I was off Dak a little bit last week. It's just, it's so tough when, you know, Zeke and, and Pollard, like you said, are just ripping off five, six, seven, eight year runs at, at will, and he doesn't have to pass. And I don't know if new England's going to be, uh, give enough resistance to where, uh, on offense that they're going to force Dallas to have to pass all the way through the game. So it doesn't make it tough.
2: You know, who might be this week's Justin Herbert? Who's that? Justin Herbert.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I have him on my list too. I think he, in the same game as Lamar Baltimore's defense hasn't looked that great. I, I think Herbert could run it back again. I really could see that.
2: And he's projected pretty low ownership, at least at this point, um, other guys that'll be loan Aaron Rodgers has upside. He's going to be loaned. Um, Kyler, no one's going to play. He's just priced too high. But you know, we did see that game shoot out. But we do have the win concerns. But you know, I think that's interesting to get a little bit overweight on on any of these guys that have upside that are going to be, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, maybe um, Kyler, like any of these guys that we know have upside from the past that are just going to be extremely long this week. at Least an overweight stance on. Um, what are your thoughts with Matthew Stafford at all? Like this Giants team has nobody but looks like daniel jones is gonna make it back um right he's on uh on uh on pace to come back for this week um so all signs are pointing that way uh, from even after that nasty concussion where he's just wobbly wobbly legs i you hate seeing that yeah. um yeah but uh any of those guys could do like aaron Rodgers. Stafford was the
3: the guy I had actually listed Stafford. And if you can stomach it going back to Daniel Jones, I think that game should shoot out. Obviously as we get to running backs, everyone's going to want to play uh, Daryl Henderson from the Rams Mm -hmm. side. But if you pivot to the passing game and cups, super expensive, Woods is probably a value this week, but playing the Rams passing game instead of Henderson, I think is a great tournament pivot.
2: All right, let's, uh, let's take it on over to wide receiver. Um, All right. Some guys I wrote down for the value plays I wrote down. I mean, this is, this, this shows you how, how, gross it kind of feels for me Michael Pittman right like he's 15 bucks he's a wide receiver one he finally got in the end zone last week Um, last four games his average 9.8 targets so just about 10 targets per game Um, just about 85 yards Um, he's a wide receiver one. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is going to be coming back this week but I don't expect much out of him at all Um, but maybe that just opens things up for Michael Pittman a little bit more but he's uh, someone I had there. Marquise Brown looks too cheap at 17 he uh, core, he's going to be popular just because he correlates so well with Lamar but he's been a legit number one wide receiver he's been he's second in reception uh, receiving touchdowns and he's dropped so many gimme touchdowns on top of that so he could he you know could very well have been at the top of the list Um, it's a tough matchup uh, as we said, is that they uh, the Chargers do limit um, the 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 big plays from receivers, but um, certainly Brown is capable of beating anybody. Um, maybe Rashad Bateman eat. We don't know what to expect with Rashad Bateman returning. How, how that's going to eat in, but it's pretty easy to to pair uh, Lamar with Marquise Brown and or uh, Mark Andrews. Um, another guy that doesn't feel good. That's at least rate grades out pretty well. And the more I look into it, the more I am starting to like it is Brandon cooks at $17 um, had a terrible week um, in his last game against new England who shut him down, but that's what they do. They shut down the number one weapon. Um, Indy is, is different. Um, they've been 30th in DVOA versus the past 25th and uh, DVP to wide receivers. He's got 32 targets on the season. Um, Colt secondary is banged up. Uh, Xavier Rhodes had the concussion. Um, Rocky Yasin has an ankle issue. So basically, they're going to have uh, two guys that are pretty inexperienced and not very good in uh, Anthony Chelsea and uh, Isaiah Rogers on the left and the right. So it just seems like Cooks could have a good game. At first glance, I was like, I don't want to play Cooks, but now I'm like starting to be like, okay, I think I'm going to play Cooks, Brandon Everything, Cooks.
3: Everything's lining up for him, right? We we saw the huge target volume. At the beginning of the season. And then in two games, we have the torrential downpour in Buffalo and Houston can't do anything on offense. Like you said, last week, New England shut him down, was holding him double teaming them. So now we get back to a good matchup with all their cornerbacks hurt for a guy who, like you said, could probably set the record and target, uh, target share this year. So, um, yeah, Brandon Cooks was the top guy I had written down as, as a tournament play, but again, I, I would feel comfortable with him despite his recent performances in all contest types. And, you know, you, so you mentioned Pittman, I think he's the clear value. I wish he didn't score a touchdown on Monday night because now people are going to want to play him even more. Hollywood is the other guy that's a clear value. Other guys I've wrote down as Yahoo values that again, it shows how, how, thin this week is, but Hardman at 12 or $13, Robert Woods, after his big game, CD lamb, still $19, uh Cortland Sutton and then I'm gonna I mean I'll take this to the bankrupt hearing but Robbie Anderson is is $13 again 100 plus air yards in two of the last three weeks and uh he's he has the highest upside of anybody in that range Does Ken Darnold finally connect with him
2: yep uh so I'd say Hardman and Anderson have the highest upside in those potential you know if like Tyreek is banged up at all um so that, yeah I was there I was looking at that Cortland Sutton I had I wrote down as well um, you know, 11 targets last week, 30% target share 42% of the air yards last week. I mean, it's like their team doesn't really have much, um, you know, it's not the greatest matchup against the, the Raiders. Um, but you know, we'll see how the Raiders play with, uh, no more John Gruden. I mean, that was a crazy story too. I mean, unbelievable. All that, that. I mean, it was funny. He was like, they were like, yep, he ran the gamut. He offended every single possible group you could. Just
3: hit, just, hit, just hit bingo, dude. He hit them all.
2: He hit them all. <laughs> oh, man. Idiot. Um. Anyway, so Cortland Sutton, I, I also wrote down Robert Woods, just because he's like, he fits the mold, right? And he finally came back um, with his squeaky wheel narrative. He's $21. He had 14 targets last week, 12 catches, 150 receiving yards, Giants, 9th. Um, most receptions allowed the wide receivers. Cooper Cup could be the guy again, probably will be the guy again, but he's $36. Um, Robert Woods could be the guy again and he's $21, right? So it's like, there's definite risk here of him like having a, a, a you know, more of a floor game, but, you know, things are on the ups, upswing. We knew he wasn't going to be um, held down uh, every week, you know, like he was in the beginning and it was the Cooper Cup show every single week but uh I mean it's it's he, he's definitely a good play I I he it doesn't make me feel comfortable though for my main lineup for sure yeah
3: it's tough you- I mean it's it's tough it's I think this, just this week we have to look at receivers who are either in high, high game total environments or or correlate well because um unlike the first five weeks of the season probably what you've seen over the last couple of years there really aren't any standout must play value guys that Yahoo is clearly mispriced which makes it a different task this week
2: yeah. Uh and even if there are like Jacoby Myers, they don't come through. Um <laughs> also true. <laughs> <laughs> almost scored his first touchdown last week. The dude's never gonna score, actually. ever. Almost decided. did. It was so close. Uh, I got tackled at the one. Um, but uh all right, so Jamar Chase is another guy I wrote down too. I mean, the guy's just electric. Obviously, he has the the deep ball. Um role in this offense and he's just electric he's got loads of upside did find he had a 10 target game you know highest targets he received all season uh you know in the last game uh was nine in the week before that so he's definitely on the upswing um it was just nice to see him get 159 yards and one touchdown i'm sure you had plenty of exposure to him last week
3: i had a decent amount of chase yeah and uh yeah i think he's in another good spot again this week. i mean there, they took him in the first round for a reason and they're actually feeding him the ball and designing plays for him. Unlike, and this is a main slate show, but unlike the Philadelphia Eagles and Devonta Smith.
2: Yep. So now let's get over to the preferred plays. I wrote down three guys or two guys here and, and I still don't feel good. And I especially don't feel good about them now. So Terry McLaurin was number one at 27, 32% target share. There's nothing bad to say. The guy is just, he is the number one, you know, option on this team. He's going to get open, he's going to get fed. Problem is now he's on the injury report. Um what did what did you say about him too? You're you're thinking that he's going to he's going to be okay, but uh
3: yeah, so dude. if you, if you, the beat reporters today said they don't think there's a chance he misses the game and Ron Rivera said it was purely precautionary. His hamstring tightened up a bit this morning, which I guess is different than just a, a flat out injury, but again, it's not something we like to see. I agree with you. He's probably one of the top plays at the position. Let's just monitor this weekend to see when any news comes up. Uh, if we get any positive reports, then I think it's, it's safe to, to lock him in. Um,
2: then I wrote down Keenan Allen. Hmm. And this is an this. So there's a theme here. It's like, nobody makes me feel good. Right. Like exactly what I said. There's literally, I can poke holes in every single one of these guys that I've said. Um, but however, um, I think the regression's coming. It's clearly a one-one A situation. You know, Mike Williams is gonna have big weeks, Keaton Allen's gonna have big weeks. Um, but the thing that stood out to me is that he's converted just one of 10 red zone targets for touchdowns. So it seems like, you know, regression should be coming. You know, he gets a couple of touchdowns, and you know he's gonna get his targets, even in in off games, he's getting he gets his. So um You know, he had nine targets last week winning the Mike Williams show. He had 11 the week before, um, 13 in the first game, 12 in week three. Um, So the targets are there. The production hasn't been there, but I think it's coming. So, uh, and I do like the price at $23. However, you know, I could feel stupid. And just when I see Mike Williams just bust off for these massive (laughs) touchdowns again, right. What's Mike Williams? Mike Williams is only 26.
3: Not that much more expensive, right? Yeah. So that's. I don't know, man. Either either one I like, just because, especially if you're playing Lamar, you get that extra correlation in your lineup. But you pointed out the red zone uh, misalignment. Like, those type of numbers regress to the mean over time. And if he's one out of ten, he's going to catch some touchdowns sooner rather than later. So, um, the target volume for that price, I I agree with you. I I didn't have it written down, but the play makes a ton of sense.
2: Um, Who do you got written down? For
3: the the main plays, It's I I have Pittman, which I probably won't even play. I have Marquise Brown. I have Robbie Anderson, Robert Woods, like that's it. (laughs) That's all I had. Like I'm going to look for correlation probably
2: elsewhere, just because there's nobody that really stands out. Kadarius Tony, maybe um, at $16 being the the main guy now Um, for the giants, you know, they just have nobody, but also it's going to be easy to key in on him for sure too, as well. So,
3: um, and it sounds like Shepard and and Slayton might return this week. So I'm not sure how uh, that impacts, but I mean, he's been playing so well. I would, I would find it hard for them to take him off the field, but I think that does add an element of of risk to to playing Tony.
2: And uh, you hit hard, man. Any other guys?
3: Um, no, dude, it's, it's tough this week at receiver.
2: Um, I, I keep looking at, I keep wanting to play Allen Robinson. I played too much of him last week. Like I said on the show, I convinced myself it's just. It turns out, it's shocking. You need a quarterback that actually passes. to uh to have a big game
3: go figure that makes it really tough well you can play them with fields right you you save all that money and you can save all those fantasy points too
2: (laughs) yeah um all right let's uh, let's go over to running back we got a lot of people to talk about here because we like a lot of people and probably going to like a lot of the same people um, because they're just a lot of good plays um the first guy i wrote down was daryl henderson Um, He's $20. Uh, New York Giants are 26th in DVOA versus the run 21st DVP to running backs Uh, 90% of the snaps in week four. He didn't have that last week and Michelle got more but that's because he got dinged up um, last week but he should be fine. Um, He's got rushing TDs and three or four games played. Um, And uh, he's Probably my favorite play of the week. Um, you know, and these, you know, those touchdowns were all in games where they uh, they won, and they're a, a nice uh, nice favorite against the Giants, and should have another winning week. So I think they could lean on Henderson a, a lot in this game. Let's just hope he stays healthy. Um, the next guy that seemed like the the value play of the week, and I was going to be interested to hear your takes on, was uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, at $14 now with uh, Williams getting code COVID had 63% of the snaps um, when uh, the bears were leading last week, hundred percent of uh, two minutes drills. So he was already, um, you know, trending in the right direction, you know, and getting, getting great work. And then all of a sudden now he's the, he's the guy he's the main RB. Packers are 29th in DVOA versus the run. Um, He has, you know, if, legit 25 touch upside in this game with Williams out right like so that's the volume play for cheap um, the before we get to the the easy play but the other two guys I wrote down here Jonathan Taylor at 23 is probably going to keep falling a little bit you know lower in ownership as we keep going with getting more value plays that open up because we're you know Hunt, Kareem Hunt, who we'll get to is only $19 and has become like the, the standout play, you know, any, any little bit of savings, people are going to keep gravitating towards so it's like Henderson's 20, um, Herbert's 14. And then, uh, and then we've got Hunt at 19. So that's just going to lower some of the ownership that would have, you know, he seemed like the main play a couple days ago for sure. But uh, I think his ownership will, will trend down a little bit. But um, just had a monster game, right? Like he's, he's the man when he gets fed you know, 30 fantasy points with the Ravens. He had, he had a massive touchdown um, through the passing game last week. Um, Texans um, have been allowed 135 rushing yards per game, which is the seventh most. Um, he's gotten three receptions in each of his last two games, six in week one. So they will, He you know, and he's great in the passing game when they do use him. So I have nothing bad to say about him, but that's, those are the guys. And then I wrote down Deandre Swift, um, which we can get into in a minute, but uh, yeah, I'll we'll just break it out. Now he's only 20 bucks as well. So he gives us another option in that range. Um, that's a kind of a game that I, I think it's going to be good. A good one to target with uh, since he, I told you, I like Joe Burrow. Um, Swift is the, the obvious bring back, you know, he's, he's, he's getting the targets right. Um, he had 74% of the snaps last week. He's running the routes. Um, he's, he's, Swift leads all running backs and receptions and uh, receiving yards. So that's what we like to see. He's probably a little bit better of a play on DK. I don't know his price, but he's still priced uh, nice and cheap here on Yahoo. So I like that. Those are, those are my guys.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, i can we lobby Yahoo to just let us play six running backs this week? Because all these guys are much better plays than anybody in their price here at the wide receiver position. So hunt obviously is the, the top play at 19 bucks, right? That's the first guy to get into your lineups. Jonathan Taylor, another fantastic play as a 10 point favorite, perfect game script for him. Daryl Henderson, like you said, he's too cheap. He's too cheap on all sites and Yahoo at $20 as a big favorite, amazing play. Herbert, in, in NFL DFS, you just don't fade volume at the running back position, especially when they're this cheap, right? You, you get a guy with that kind of touch upside. You just play Herbert at $14. And like you said, the fact that he was playing in a two-minute drill last week, ran a decent amount of routes last week, too. Even if you're worried about Green Bay winning this game and uh, Chicago not controlling the clock, Herbert's still going to get work no matter whether it comes in the air or on the ground. So that's the type of play you would love to play. And then you mentioned Swift. And then the other volume guys that are a little bit too cheap, Devontae Booker, Chase Edmonds. But to me, it's you play Hunt, one of Henderson and Taylor probably, and then Herbert, and it, it's as easy as it gets for your main lineup. And then then you have those other guys and then some of the studs that you can mix in in your tournament lineups.
2: Yeah, so then there's a lot of, a lot of other guys too that we haven't touched on, right? So there's Austin Eckler in that, you know, he very well could have the big game. Um, he's been outstanding so far this season. Um, I mean, you just look at the last two weeks, 28 fantasy points in week four against the Raiders. It's a good, great matchup for sure, but uh, he delivered. Um, And then you look uh, last week in that Cleveland game, that shot, you know, was it just came out of nowhere to catch all of us, but he had 30 fantasy points in that game um, had 17 rushing attempts, but did a lot of work in the passing game, had got uh, five targets, five receptions, 53 yards, a touchdown. Um, He's, he's going to, going to, be overlooked because he's $33. Um, we don't have to worry about McCaffrey this week, so that's good, but we probably should mention Hubbard. Um, I think we, we looked him up. He was 19 bucks. Is that, I say that correctly, I think that's what uh, he was. Yeah.
3: 19 bucks. Yep. Yeah. No, 18, yeah. 18 bucks, but same thing. 18,
2: yeah. yeah. So he's like another guy that's going to get overlooked here with a, a great role. Um, Josh Jacobs, I, you know, Big game, you know, it might make sense that they they lean on him a little more this week with everything going on um in this game with Denver. He's only $17. They've been using him in the, the passing game, which is nice. He hasn't produced a ton, but he's gotten five targets in uh week five and week four. Um I liked him last week. He didn't quite work out too well for me, but um, I'll, I'll go right back to him this week and uh, in GPPs for sure. Um Oh, what about uh, Daryl Williams on uh, KC? Yeah,
3: maybe if you're stacking that game, I guess. But, you know, on other sites, he's cheaper. I'm not, you know, super thrilled to play him at his price. It's 17 is not bad on Yahoo, um, but he's another guy that's in that mix. The the one guy I'm interested in is Dalvin Cook. And I I typically stay away from running backs who have high ankle sprains, but I I need something to tell me that he's over that injury. And the fact that he, he sat out last week's game to rest, got in full practices this week and is off the injury report a week ahead of their bye. when they could have easily rested him through the bye, it Let's me know he's probably fully healed. And I can't imagine too many people are rushing to play him after his recent games.
2: Oh man, he's only 30 bucks. I was expecting to look down and see like 37 or something. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm writing down cook to make sure I play more of than uh, maybe that's like a main, main lineup play differentiator.
3: Right. True. Um, <laughs> Any 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 love for Mixon with uh I think P Ryan's yeah. still on the COVID list and he's only twenty six bucks and uh, Zach Taylor came out today and said Mixon's expecting to get a full workload on Sunday so it sounds like he's over his ankle injury as well
2: yeah and he so his his numbers were down last week you know only had ten rushing attempts but that was because he was banged up with his ankle sprain so if he's healthy this is a this is a great spot for them to lean on I mean nobody gets the kind of touches that he gets. He just hasn't been uh, very efficient with them. So, I mean, that's interesting. I I do like Bur- like the I do like Burrow and the passing game because they're you know they're starting to let him pass more, and that's what they they were when Burrow was healthy. It was a passing offense with all their weapons. Um, but you know, Mixon is going to get a ton of work too. And I mean, it's a great match. It's a great matchup for all in this game against Detroit. Detroit just leaks production everywhere um so yeah i do he's gonna get overlooked i'm gonna write him down too as well um I guess,
3: I guess if damian harris is out i haven't seen if he's out or not yet and i haven't seen the friday practice report Ramondre stevenson's 13 bucks i, I mean i think it's, it's a little bit thin on, on this week uh and we can monitor uh, melvin gordon for Jontay williams at 18 dollars just go i mean there's tons and tons and tons of guys to play this week so um because if you were just rounding out like tiers right it would definitely be hunt taylor henderson herbert in your top tier
2: yeah that would be my top tier um i might i might throw swift in there too um but those are those are the guys that's the top tier and then everyone else is secondary but like dalvin cook could make my top tier i mean he's dalvin cook so if you make me feel better about his injury and uh if if he's full go, because like that, it does make sense that you know they rested him last week. Like, why would they bring him back? Right. You know, it does seem like they're trying to play it like if if he's he's going to be like a hundred percent good to go. If we're going to put him back in there, um, and that would make sense. You know, that's goes against what they would do in the past, but um, maybe they finally smartened up and they gave him that extra week to get right, and uh, he's good to go. You know, uh, Carolina's a good D decent d but i think an overrated d too um so uh yeah those are those that's that's the top tier and then everyone else just like trying to like the only reason i was saying like um uh williams for kc was just kind of leverage, just a different way to play that game um trying to think if anyone else stands out to me i mean aaron jones is pricey I guess, yeah. I, I don't really have. That's we've kind of hit on all the people I like.
3: Yeah, me too. I, there's there's a lot to like this week, but I think there's a cl- you know clear clear four or five, and then another four or five in that next year, and you know that's plenty enough for your player pool this week.
2: Yep. All right. Let's uh, take it on over to tight end uh, for value. Uh, our tight end's pretty easy. I, there's only. I wrote down five plays. Two of them are in the value and the other three are contending for my main preferred plays. Um, the first value is going to, you know, everyone's talking is Ricky seals Jones, but he's only 11 bucks on Yahoo. So he's just basically the minimum priced. Um, gets the good game matchup with that. We want to stack, you know, people from that game in um, KC is 29th in DVP to the opposing tight end. So they've been getting gashed by tight ends. It's really though. It's about, he played 99% of the snaps. Um, he played 80%. Um, he ran 80% routes per passing play. So like he's out there running massive, he's wide receiver, you know, wide receiver one type volume for, for routes right there. And, and that's all I really need to see. And like, I know, I know, you know, he just has to catch the ball and get fed and I, I know he can do that. So um, 11 bucks I'm, I'm on board there. Dalton Schultz, fifteen dollars. You know, people. It's just tough because there's so many ways that Dallas can go. They can, you know, they can run the ball with Zeke and Pollard. They have, you know, massive, really high end wide receivers. Um, so, you know, but he's, he's getting the targets right. He got him again now. So it's back to back weeks now where he's had massive target games. So. Um, you know Schultz eight targets for 79 yards last week just didn't find the end zone he finds the end zone he has a massive game so he's he's in play um, but the the main play you're gonna have to talk me off of you know I'm gonna have to talk myself really good reason to get off Kelsey some somehow in my main lineups and then the other two guys are Mark Andrews and Darren Waller I mean that's 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 tight end this week right
3: yeah. That's, I mean, that's it. <laughs> it's, 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 do you pay all the way down and Ricky seals Jones great value. Do you, I, we keep talking about this every week and, and maybe we'll keep talking about it until the playoffs. And we, we keep saying Dalton Schultz is, it feels like a gross play. And then by the playoffs, he'll have 27 touchdowns and we're like, he's still gross. He's still such a gross play, but 15 bucks for his target share. It's hard to argue. But then, so the, the real question is, do you pay up a tight end? Do you pay Kelsey, pay Andrews, secure that volume or do you pay down for Ricky seals Jones? And, because we have the value of running back and because Lamar is a little bit underpriced, I think you can pay up at tight end. Um, yeah, dude, I'm not gonna be the one to talk you off <laughs> to talk about Kelsey It's going to have to be someone else because, you know, I know he, he let people down last week, but the consistency at his prices in, in this game environment is too good. Um, the real question is, do you just, do you save a couple bucks and get the correlation with it with Mark Andrews? And I think that's the biggest question of the week.
2: Yeah, it's like, so how do you beat Travis Kelsey, right? He's in that the, the game with the highest total and a game where it should be both passing games, just going back and forth. Um, he hasn't had the best season this season so far, but he's still a top 12 highest scoring player amongst wide receivers and tight ends, right? So there's also room for more. So like everyone's going to play him too. He's also a tight end that can bury you if you don't play him, right? Yes. So like there's so many reasons to just, you know, suck it up and play him. Now in like the baller, Definitely there's reasons to get different, but I'd have to take a pretty strong stand to play like Mark Andrews over him in like my main lineup with all in all those 10 mans, 20 man stuff. I still might do it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Mark Andrews has a lot going for him. Um, The chargers are 30th in DVP versus the tight end. He's only 21 bucks. Um, They've allowed the most PPR points on a tight end where it's a half PPR site, but it's still good production regardless. Uh, and Joku just went off against them last week, seven and 149 and one. Um, and he got 13 targets last game, had a monster line, 11, 147, two TDs. um, Sammy Watkins now out. We don't know what to expect from Bateman. Um, and they're probably going to have trouble, you know, with the, the big long ball to, to Marquise this week, because the Chargers are so good at defending that. So it might just be a feed Mark Andrews game again. So that would be the guy. If I was getting off Kelsey, I'll probably play Kelsey, but that would he, he would be the guy. And then the other one for GPP is Darren Waller. And it's funny, it's like Darren Waller is a main guy, but like this week he's kind of in the, the GPP zone because he's right in the middle uh, at $24 sandwiched in between and the, the, the production has come down. I mean, we, he shot out of a cannon the first week in 19 targets. And we were like, okay, if someone's getting 19 targets, we're just going to play this guy at tight end every week. Well, he hasn't really produced since then. He, I mean, he had a decent game two weeks ago against the Chargers, who have been, you know, have been bad against the tight end, but um, had a really bad game, you know, last week. Although he did get eight targets, for only forty-five yards, didn't find the end zone against Chicago. Uh, had a rough one against Miami. Had a semi-rough one against uh, Pitt. So it uh, doesn't make you feel good, but you know, he's still even if you take out the the week. Um, 19 targets that he got for week one he's still like a top three volume tight end if you like eliminated those guys so the volume is there for this guy and we we know what he's capable of doing so he would be the next guy and I really don't have any interest in anyone else Um, Hawkinson's been banged up Um, production's fallen off since because of that Um, Evan Engram sucks but like (laughs) He, I, I would, I'll, I'll play some Ingram at thirteen bucks. Um, I'll
3: give and, you one uh, guy. I'll give you one guy that actually like that we haven't okay. mentioned so far. So, I agree with you. Ricky Sills Jones, Schultz, Andrews, Kelsey, Waller, the the main considerations. For me, it's Robert Tunyon who completely overperformed last year in the touchdown department, given his targets but this year he swung all the way in the other direction where he's vastly underperforming. And I don't think a lot of people are going to play him. If they go down that that low, they're going to play Ricky Seals Jones. So uh, Tony is my guy this week. I think he's, I think he's going to catch a touchdown finally. And uh, um, you know, if you're you're punting the position, uh, he, I think, I think he has higher upside than Ricky Seals Jones and he needs to capitalize on his opportunity.
2: All right. I'll write that down. I'll give you all the credit. If, uh, if it helps me and if it, I'm going to, Hold you uh, accountable if I lose and blame you. Like I'm, I'm very used to it, so me.
3: I'm I'm more than welcome. Sometimes we get sometimes we get him right like A B last week, but uh
2: yeah, that was man, that was such a good call. Like I wish I like I wish it resonated more in me and I like I played him more for sure. I had a little bit, but definitely not enough. And as soon as like I saw that first play where I mean that was a sick touchdown. His first <laughs> it was a perfect touchdown.
3: throw and perfect run after the catch. It was so amazing. And,
2: and he just looked so fast, like right it look it just looked like you know, it was the old AB that we were used to with, with uh, Pitt. Yep. I mean, so, yeah, I'm on board from now on with, with him for sure. Um, awesome call. Um, all right. I think we we kind of nailed it. Who's your favorite stack if you have to get a little bit different? I always try hey. to force this. I, I don't even know.
3: <laughs> I think it's Herbert. I really think it is, right? If, if everyone's going to play Lamar in that game, we still like it as a high total game. Uh, they should be passing a ton uh we have the passing options to go with him you know uh, keenan allen mike williams even austin eckler you got the two values to run him back with on the baltimore side like tons of stacking options which i always love so for me i don't think it's a gross play because we actually like Herbert and we think he's a good player so um he's probably my under the radar stack on yahoo this week
2: yep um and now the guy i'll choose uh that i would- you know, and he's not that under the radar, but someone I definitely like more than what the field will be on, I think, is Joe Burrow this week against Detroit. I mean, it's not sneaky because it's Detroit defense. I like, think this game does have shootout like kind of written on all over it, but uh, he's just going to fall behind some of these other guys um, for sure. So, and I'll probably play it different. I want to play Jamar Chase because he's he's the most exciting, but I'll probably try to get like T Higgins or Boyd and try to get a little bit more contrarian with it. Um, I like it. So that'll be mine. All right. Uh, I think we've got it. Any final words?
3: No, I think it's just a different weekend. You know, we've, we've gotten to this groove of of what to do on Yahoo every single time. And uh, it's a little bit different this week. So I'm excited to, to, to to be up for the challenge. And uh, yeah, I think we're both going to get back on the horse this week. I'm excited. Like you said, at the top of the show, a huge week is coming for one of us, or some listeners. And I think it's why not? what, What, no better week than this week.
2: Both of us. Let's do it, my man. Let's get him. All right. This has been the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast, and we'll catch you again next week. Thanks.